You're listening to Across the Table, a healthcare private equity podcast brought to you by McGuire Woods. Across the Table brings you inside the conversation with the specialists and professionals of the healthcare private equity industry. Hello, and welcome to the McGuire Woods Across the Table podcast. I'm Amber Walsh, chair of the McGuire Woods Healthcare Department. I'm joined today by my co-host, Holly Buckley, co-chair of the McGuire Woods Healthcare and Life Sciences Industry Team. We are very excited today to be joined by Eric Schaefer and Yusuf Kossum of Zealous. Eric and Yusuf, welcome. Eric, I would love to start with you. Have you tell us a little bit about yourself and about Zealous, including your private equity investors? Great. Thanks, Amber. And hello, Holly. Good to be with you guys again here, telephonically, podcast style. I'm Eric Schaefer. I've been in the healthcare industry or in the, you know, kind of the space for about going on 25 years, I guess I'm, I'm getting up there a little bit. Co-founded several companies in the space. Most recent was a company called Red Card Systems, which, which was merged together with Zealous in 2019. And we're currently working with Parthenon Capital and Bain Capital as our two major equity sponsors in the Zealous organization. Great. And Yusuf, we'd love to hear a little bit about your background as well. Good afternoon. So Yusuf Kassam, I'm one of the co-founders of the legacy payments business, formerly known as Pay Plus Solutions, going on about 10 years. I've been in healthcare, payments, and technology going on 20 years. So I'm slowly catching up to Eric, but he still has a lead on me. Really have been involved in Dallas since the inception of it. And I think what's actually really interesting, and just to talk about an aside of how small healthcare is, Eric and I have been at this somewhat as partners, somewhat um, as not as partners, going on 10 years as well. But it's nice to finally come together and bring two phenomenal organizations together over the last sort of year and a half and really focusing in on kind of growing the business. Great. And maybe we can focus in on that a little. What were the market trends that made the merger of Zealous and Redcard in fall 2019 feel like the right time? That's a great question. And when we, like Yusuf said, we were actually partners. We were partners sharing clients starting all the way back in 2012. So we had good familiarity with the organizations, and then we worked together to develop a series of new payment models and modalities in healthcare. So we had a good working experience together. There was a couple of catalysts, and Parthenon really kind of architected this, but Parthenon had already had a, a majority investment in Zealous. And then we Redcard did a minority deal with Parthenon in February of 2018. So we had joint ownership, so to speak, with Parthenon. And as we went along, we kind of always had an idea or a thought that it would make sense potentially to the combine the businesses. But as we entered in January of 2019 is really when we kind of formally hatched the idea saying it was the right time to do it. And really, the right time was just about leveraging both organizations, what they had developed. And really, the key thing at Zealous was this network, truly a, an integrated and contracted provider network that was accepting electronic payments based on their own preferences. And Redcard had really aggregated and developed the gateway to 300-plus payers to run payments through Zealous's network. So that was 
that was really the, the catalyst and the timing of it, you know, night 2019 and, and, and getting the transaction closed October 1st of 2019. We got through that pretty quickly, mainly because we had a longstanding working relationship. We knew each other very well and the cultures were very similar. Great. And maybe we can talk a bit more specifically about these unique payment models. I mean, you've talked about the network and the gateway, but more specifically, what are you seeing in terms of your own unique payment models and trends in this area? Great question. And I think it's obviously been a buildup over time. You know, as Eric alluded to, it wasn't just our learnings from the similarity or the overlapping customers, but it's also in terms of a lot of the the newer conversations we've been having with the broader market has just been really insightful. We've, as part of our merger, we really invested a lot of time, effort, energy, and partially, you know, thanks to Bain and Parson on Capital as, as being the catalyst in that to go back out and really survey the market and really kind of take a market in approach as it relates to the future trends. I think alongside of what we heard and learned, as well as the pandemic coming at that time, it was an opportunity to talk about things such as accelerated payment, moving away from all the still the manual and burden and friction that healthcare has. It's astonishing to see still, as you hear about all these amazing emerging technologies outside of healthcare, from a fintech perspective, from a technology perspective, from a software perspective, and we're still dealing with a heavily paper-based process within the healthcare ecosystem. I think the pandemic really did accelerate a lot of businesses, including Zealous' opportunity to find more efficiencies, to find more partnerships, to find more relationships, and to really work alongside one another to like break down the barriers and further sort of be able to illustrate and build value into sort of electronifying the process, but also just making it for all the constituents, a la payer, a la provider, and most importantly, us as members of the consumer space. So where do you think the industry is currently in terms of its journey? Do you think we're at kind of the 10-yard line, the 50-yard line? Where exactly are we? I'm a very glass-half-full and optimistic. I think we're just at the 10-yard line-ish. I think there is an inordinate amount of opportunity. There's an inordinate amount of interest, desire to further innovate and build some groundbreaking opportunities. I also think we're at an inflection point where consumers are becoming more aware and educated on just having to have a better end experience within healthcare. I look at myself as one of those users, and there are times when I'm frustrated. So I think we're just scratching the surface, but there's never been a time where we've had more interest, more desire, and more excitement around building a better way. And it's not just going to take someone like Zealous, who really sits in a really strong position to do so, but the entire sort of industry to do so. And I think more and more, there's more collaboration. There's more opportunity. When you look at Bain coming in and providing such a level of investment and conviction in the business, right? When you look at even just from a private equity perspective, the amount of interest in mergers and acquisitions and capital being injected into the healthcare space, I think it just creates a validation that we're just scratching the surface but there's going to be a lot of cool and amazing things happening in the near term, not only just the long term. I'll add to that and just say that, again, kind of we had this kind of pandemic point that Yusuf touched on. But as you look out and if we think of stakeholders, there's obviously so many stakeholders in healthcare. But 
we really focus on the payer, the provider, and then the member of the health plan trying to impact processes and efficiency and the consumer's journey, kind of them trying to navigate and understand healthcare. So I think I think you're going to see more of this this virtualization of care where it's applicable. You're going to see more information, this wealth of information that is just kind of floating out there. You're going to start to see that information get honed a little bit better so that it's more usable for the consumer. And from our chair specifically, you know, we're going to be focused on increasing the value add, you know, really the goal of getting to 100% electronic payments in healthcare from from the B2B, from the payer to the provider perspective, but then at the same time, applying the technology and the relationships we have to really start to impact the consumer's financial journey whenever you owe money. You know, Amber, let's say you went to the doctor and you owed them 100 bucks. That can be really confusing and hard to understand and hard to settle. And we're starting to put our weight behind solving that problem. So you had mentioned the virtualization of healthcare, and obviously just a few months after your merger, the pandemic hit, and we saw much more broadly the virtualization of healthcare over the last year in a much more rapid fashion than we'd seen over the past maybe 10 years. How did the pandemic most dramatically impact your business, and what are the ripple effects likely to be? Yeah, I think, A, you know, and we can talk about trends and sort of the the financial impact, but honestly, when I look at that question, honestly, it was helpful in many ways, right? When you look at Zealous as a whole, we are a healthcare payments technology company. A lot of the services and the way we sort of set up our business really enabled us to sort of be a, a conduit for those businesses that were either heavily reliant on manual processes, had a lot of on-site presence, what better way than to start to look at these technologies? Again, you look at it a whole, Zoom was one of the most highly adopted things that happened during the pandemic, right? And kudos to them. But when you look at someone like Azelis, a lot of our technologies, a lot of our services are accessed and utilized by our customers. And it was an opportunity for us to scale that and to, to be an extension. You also look at the red card business, and again, I'll I'll let Eric chime in here, but we had and spun up a really safe way for us to continue to manage and scale our print facility and operations. And there are many customers that were doing this in-house that didn't have the luxury or the ability to manage in an effective way of delivering EOBs as well as checks. And we sort of, first and foremost, lend a helping hand, right? But through those discussions, Clients were continuing to look to how to optimize and make their businesses more efficient, and we just sat really well positioned to help facilitate that and to leverage our expertise and our scale to avoid any disruption in service. You nailed it, Yusuf, and I think just to the exclamation point on that is that the Holly's question, the acceleration or the the acceleration of a trend was that let's get away from people-oriented manual processes, whether that's in a clinical setting, like, you know, I want to do virtual care visits, and let's get rid of people-oriented and manual processes in the processing of healthcare from the insurance side. So let's get rid of paper, and let's get rid of situations where people have to handle paper and manual processes. So you kind of see it on both sides of the equation, and, and obviously we're participating on the back end of that, you know, the processing side, but definitely seeing it on both sides. Lots of exciting trends to follow, and you're certainly at the forefront of that. 
One of the very recent initiatives that have really impressed Holly and me in particular is Zealous Assembly. So kind of looking towards the future, we'd love to hear a little bit about the genesis of that and what your goals are relative to that initiative and really anything else you want to share about the future of Zealous Assembly and Zealous generally as we wrap ourselves up today. Thanks for bringing that up, and we're, we're as excited about it as you guys are. I'm going to start this one because I don't want Yusuf to have to toot his own horn. The brainchild, you know, it, was, it takes a lot of people to execute stuff like the Zealous Assembly, and, and, and Yusuf, I think, kind of had the brainchild of it in coordination with our chief marketing officer and our team here. You know, we rolled it out. But back to the pandemic, one of the main reasons for the assembly really was we had to figure out more creative ways to deliver information about Zealous and what we're doing and how we're doing it to our customers when we weren't able to see them face-to-face and other stakeholders in the market. So it was kind of born out of this desire. Everybody was been burned out on Zoom calls and webinars. So we came up with an entirely different kind of media-oriented concept, which became the Zealous Assembly. So that's a driver in one of the in kind of how it was birthed. But the notion is, and I think you guys you, at McGuire Woods, you guys can relate to this because you you cross the market, you touch so many areas that you guys, you understand how complicated healthcare is. The other thing we really believe is that it takes a lot of different players in the market, you know, to take anything you're working on to take it to the next level. So in payments, you know, in kind of payment optimization, we knew, you know, we, we do a lot of work with MasterCard. We do a lot of work with the largest banks in the country. We do a lot of work with large consulting houses, and, and we kind of made the assembly. That's why we call it the assembly. We want other people engaged and participating because we know we have to work together as a large group to be successful. So when you see MasterCard talking, when you see PwC talking in, in the assembly, it's because we work together. You know, we want to tap into everybody's expertise. So first off, thanks, Eric. I just want to sort of add to that and just give a, some additional context. First, it, Honestly, another great example of having access to an incredible PE investor. promise you that's not a commercial. As Eric alluded to, the Zoom fatigue, some of the virtual conference fatigue, we at Zealous have always prided ourselves on, on having a lot of fun and constantly wanting to share our expertise with clients and partners. And, you know, in partnership with Bain and our entire marketing team, we embarked on this journey and it iterated over time. But I think to Eric's point, like, Thinking about how we approach this as a group and as an industry and getting the message out there and being able to have a platform that iterates and really delivers bite-sized information was just really important to us. And it's been phenomenal, the responsiveness and a lot of the comments we've gotten around it. It built a lot of excitement, and it was a different way, and it was innovative, and it was exciting, right? And I think it just, the opportunity there is endless for us, and I think we're really excited with the launch. It was a sprint to get it live, and we wanted to really do it prior to the year ending. And now it's a platform that allow us to grow and scale, and adding the mobile component, inviting external thought leadership is really important. Again, we just want to bring the industry together, and there's a lot more education and awareness we can do within any organization as well as externally. And I think the Zealous Assembly is one of the many ways. So it's, it's been an exciting journey personally to see it kind of come to fruition and, and see the responses that we've gotten. But 
there's more to come there. And honestly, we, we invite you to participate on the next iteration of this as well. That is just fantastic. I think with that, we are going to wrap this up. want to first of all thank Eric Schaefer and Yusuf Kassim from Zealous for joining us today. This has been just an extraordinary conversation. Thanks to my co-host, Amber Walsh, as always. You can find this and other episodes of the Across the Table podcast on the McGuire Woods homepage. And if anyone is interested in participating in a podcast or has a topic they'd like to hear discussed, please reach out to Amber I or Jeff Cockrell. We'd all love to hear from you. Thanks so much and have a great week. Thank you, guys. We really appreciate you asking us to join and do this with you. It was thoroughly enjoyable for us. And, and please uh, tell Scott that I told him hello, and hopefully we'll get to see you guys all face-to-face sometime soon. We appreciate you joining us on this episode of Across the Table. To learn more about today's discussion or to contact us, please visit our website at mcguirewoods.com. We look forward to hearing from you. This podcast was recorded and is being made available by McGuire Woods for informational purposes only. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that McGuire Woods makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in the podcast. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily reflect those of McGuire Woods. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state and should not be construed as an offer to make or consider any investment or course of action.